0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen on this fine monday evening i'm joe jennings i'm here with michael tilly brandon hairwood welcome back to every given sunday how you guys doing
1: fantastic if i win tonight i'll oh. have won in all five of my leagues this week
0: Quadruplet sweet or quintuplet i'm sorry quintuplet Steel Curtain's back.
1: It is. Oh, baby. Y'all we are
0: y'all not back, please. Let's go. We are back. Y'all played with sorry Saints. Please, y'all are not we back. We wreaked havoc.
1: Andy Dalton had nightmares last night about us.
0: Did TJ Watt play yesterday? Yeah, he yes. did. Get one back, lose another, huh? What's so going on, Minka? It's, it's
1: been a rough year. be honest, I would rather have TJ Watt in than Minka, though.
0: Yeah, you can clearly tell. Um, yeah. Well, my Ravens are in a bye week, so I guess I just sat here and watched the rest of y'all scrubs play this week. Whatever y'all have to do. My MVP got his rest. Don't worry, we'll be back next week, better than ever. But yeah, let's go ahead and get into our week ten recap for you guys. I'm going to go ahead and get straight into news and injury reports. It actually wasn't terribly bad, I guess, but some of the injuries that happened were bad. So, um, yeah, let's jump right into it. Leonard Fournette had a hip pointer injury but he should be good after the bye week. I guess Rashad White owners you just keep him to keep him because that sucks. The one week you could have used him there on a the bye. So, I mean, I still feel like when he comes back, Rashad White slowly going to just take over just a little by little. But maybe that's just me. I, that might just be the way I was looking at the backfield.
1: Yeah, I agree. He had so many carries.
0: Or least going to be 50-50 the way I'm looking at it when he comes back.
2: I knew it was over once. It was the first carry, and Rashad White was in the backfield. Lenny Finette looked sad on the sideline.
0: I think it's. I don't know if he's in the doghouse or if he. I don't know what happened. I'm not sure. So, yeah, I'm just not quite understanding. Like, I mean, he doesn't seem to be out of shape. Like, he seems to be fine. So, I'm assuming that's not the problem. I, I'm just not quite getting it. Maybe I'm. But the Buccaneers haven't looked right all season, so maybe they're not quite getting it either. <laughs> Hell for a lot of them. Well, yeah. Um, Zach Ertz is expecting to miss multiple weeks after uh, he...
1: his se- His season's actually over. Okay. Today.
0: Out of, out for season. Thanks, Zach Ertz. I'm not gonna lie, he was actually it actually hurt me because it was so hard to find a consistent tight end. And he was like one of the guys if didn't have Andrews or Kelsey. That was probably the guy you wanted every single week. Er, is probably showing up week in and week out for you. Um yeah, this sucks. Uh, hopefully recovery, Hoping for you cover well first off, sorry. But yeah, if you have if you have to pivot to another tight end just like myself, I'm really not sure who to recommend it this second, depending on your waiver wire, but it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. I don't know what to tell
2: you. It says their backup is Trey McBride. I mean, you guys know
0: more college than me. Do you guys I mean he had they I mean, draft they drafted him this
1: year. They used draft capital on him.
0: So. so yeah, he had a lot of talent coming out. They people were very high on him and I mean they use like till said he used draft capital on him. So I guess it's it's worth plugging him in if you have the Zach if you're the Zach Ertz owner. I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna run and get Trey McBride to steal him from you. So I think I mean you can at least try that if you think it's worth a plug.
2: Does this um, um increase the value for like Rondell Moore? Um, I think
1: Rondell Moore has emerged. He's looked great the past couple of weeks.
2: I know y'all uh, seen uh, the
0: AJ Green favor
1: out too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. That was gross.
0: <laughs> why did Colt McCoy actually look good throwing ball? He did. Like, Bro, why, why did
1: they? Why did the Cardinals look better with Colt McCoy than they do it? Well, I
0: Hopkins produced, Rondell right? Moore produced. I ain't gonna lie to you, Connor Erks, dry. is gonna produce that game. I'm sorry, they yeah, had an awesome football, football game, yeah. that game. And I'm just even Connor, even James Connor came back to life, resurgence. I don't know what happened that. Listen, I lost in my other league, and I'm probably out the playoffs. But, God damn it, James Conner, you, you kept me in it all you could. I, honestly, I don't know what else to say. But, uh, I mean, yeah, the you obviously are going to start Kyler. It doesn't matter. But I'm just going to say, Cole McCord still look good for all options in case Kyler does get hurt down the line. Because usually he does have the injury in the last ten, five, to six weeks where it happens. He's but, hurt right now. And my point. So, we'll see, man. But yeah, Cooper Cup uh has hurt his ankle <clears throat> this Sunday. And let's be honest, he has no injury update. He could be out. If they don't make the playoffs rest of the season, or he could be out. I was about to say they do, they you do, guys,
1: do you guys think they might shut him down?
0: Bro, I oh, like they, a bad injury. They, I mean, bro, they're like,
1: they're not gonna make the playoffs. Like there's a very, very small chance.
0: That's what I'm saying. If they're not gonna make the playoffs, why even play him like or honestly, like I ain't gonna say shut Stafford down too, but like what are you playing for? I don't think he's going to come back.
2: I mean, not in our fantasy regular season. I don't think he will.
1: That means Justin Jefferson's going to finish higher than.
2: That would happen anyway. I'm sad. I am. What? I wouldn't say that. Once I saw him initially go down, I, I didn't watch not one replay. Like, I was just so sad. I was just like, come on, man. He's such a good guy. Like,
0: crazy. Yeah, you see the Justin Jefferson catch? Cooper Cup could never. Best catch ever. Just remember that. Cooper Cup could never. Well, hey. Well yeah, man. Uh if you're a Cuba Cup owner, is, is anybody worth picking up Van Jefferson, Allen Robinson? I guess we have yeah, Higby went eight for seventy-three. Every
1: every pass catcher is gonna be more valuable now than they were before because that's like what? If Safari comes back, what, twelve to fifteen targets a game that were just vacated? <laughs> no, I mean serious. It's the good saw who's going to step into his position?
0: That's not I mean, well, not even that. Who's the one you want? If you have to roster one.
1: I would take a shot in the dark
0: here. Skaronic.
1: Scarnic. Yeah. Yes.
0: Maybe Cooper Cub.
1: Yes, because he's going he's, he's going to fill in for him. So,
2: he does play a similar role. And he also in my opinion has the most juice as far as like. I know he doesn't make big plays, but like when he touches the ball, he actually doesn't look bad.
0: Like I mean, he might be more of a PPR guy, so yeah. he might just so, – he maybe. might at least be relevant, goddammit. Um, everybody should not just be not good. So, yeah, that's why I'm looking at it. But, yeah, that's our injury news report for this week. Uh, we keep you guys updated throughout the week as always, if anything else happens. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into our players of the week. Okay. Well, yeah, you just going over. Tell you go ahead. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Uh, I hopped on the train at the beginning of the season.
0: Yeah. And the train yeah. has
1: officially left the station. If you weren't on it, you're not allowed to get on it anymore because you're gonna Eight get ball. run over by it. Uh my man CD Lamb. Thirty-two and a half fantasy points. Handed B Wood and L, unfortunately for him. Yes. But he had fifteen targets, eleven receptions, one fifty and two. Um yeah. and
0: that's arguably the best corner in the league.
1: On right now, he has um 88 targets, 53 receptions, and five touchdowns with seven games left. Hmm. Not to uh, boost the projections. How many yards is he at? Uh, He is at 700. I had statted him out for 1,200 yards, 91 receptions, and seven touchdowns. So there's a good chance. He's on
0: pace, And the reception might be a little close, but he's on pace
1: he's gonna get the touchdowns that's just two more because he has five but yeah i mean the only concerning thing for me is going forward uh he only has seven targets in the red zone though so that's a little concerning but we know that that the way that cd lamb has consistently scored touchdowns his career has not been a fade in the end zone it's been he looks the guy that's guarding him and goes and scores
0: Yeah, the Packers game was uh, quite good to watch, actually. Um, and I figured it would be for some reason that Aaron Rodgers always plays them tough for some odd reason. I don't know why that is. But, yeah, man, I was watching the game. Well, everybody here knows I'm probably, like, the biggest CD Lamb fan. So, like, I was just happy watching the game. I'm like, he's cooking. Like, oh, again, I love Jair. And I love Jair, too. And I just love watching that matchup all day. I was like, oh, my God, he's cooking him all day. Especially because J- I have so much respect for Jair and how good he is. And honestly, I did not think CD could do that against Jair. I like I I know CD good, but there's certain corners I'm just like, and CD is gonna have an all right game, but I'm not expecting to go for 11 for that. Nah, hell no, nah. not on Jair Alexander. He's so yeah, that was super receiver.
1: Awesome. He's wide receiver eight on the season now.
0: Yeah, it's legit. So everybody knows the rumor. So right, is he devalued a little bit if Odell does sign with? Because that's a real. Realistic thing yes. now. It's not like a yes. It's not like a fake thing. It's a real thing. The Odell might really be really cowboy by next week. I think he is. By how much though? Like.
1: I mean he's gonna lose at least.
0: Okay. If OBJ is fully healthy, is C D land better than him?
2: I don't know. He might be at this point.
1: The problem the problem with like answering this question is the last time we saw OBJ fully healthy was when he was the number two because Cooper Cup was the established one. And Uh, it's going to be the same thing. CD is going to be the established one. So there's not really... I don't know from a skill perspective who's better, but I I don't think he's going to go to the Cowboys. I think there's a reunion incoming.
0: The Giants would be nice, man. That would be... but. I just I do not I don't I don't I don't know man. Because I saw at one point I saw the 49ers were working their way up there to the top and I'm like huh? I'm like, come on man, we they don't need know. to weapons. Like, they need to stop. Like come on, but no, man. Like, no. But if that happens, then that's good for like football. They're gonna be so tough to stop. I'm I'm sorry, they're gonna be actually they're gonna have too many people. Um, I don't think people want that, but that's on him. So uh yeah. Uh yeah, B, you go ahead and get your player of the week. Finally show the hell up Sure um so yeah so my player
2: the week was jonathan taylor um basically the consistent first overall pick on the year he's been pretty um he's just been underperforming no yeah bad just don't even beat around the
1: bush he's been bad
2: yeah so i guess he's finally passed his ankle injury and he finally gave his fantasy owners what they deserve um 22 carries 147 yards and a touchdown 23 23 points in ppr so um, you think this is the start of something good for Jonathan Taylor? He was playing against the Raiders who have been terrible this entire season. Is this a sell high moment for Jonathan Taylor or do you think you can hold on to him and you can expect 20, 20 points a game around that 15 to 20 points a game from him going forward?
1: I think they're going to lean on him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they know that's the best part in the offense and. Considering the guy who's the head coach was a center, he he probably is gonna want to lean on the run game to win ball games. Um and they still have a chance to like win their division. So uh I I do think that he's gonna get used a lot. And the fact that Naeem Hines is gone, uh the backup running back, I cannot think of his name right now. Deion the Jackson De- yeah, Deion Jackson, he's hurt. Uh I think there's receiving work in that's going to happen to the rest of the year.
2: He also had 94% snaps here. That that's was nice. the highest he had all year.
0: First time over 90 all year.
2: Actually, even including last year, that's the highest he's had Like in the last two years, well, his Jeff, whole career.
0: Jeff, Jeff Saturday was not playing. He got in there, so we we're not playing around. Yeah. We coming off the field, like. But if Deion Jackson's there, I think Deion Jackson actually has proven to be a good spellback. I like, can give Jonathan a yeah. take Taylor- more than enough plays to give him a solid break throughout a game.
1: Don't forget I mean, about Zach Moss.
0: I thought he was active. Was he?
1: Was he? I don't know. I, I probably so – He, you, I he was, didn't get on the field much. If I he wasn't did. doing Zach Moss research. He got one snap.
0: And that's my thing. With Deion Jackson being hurt, Like at that point, he's not getting any more than that. I don't know. but Yeah, I mean, I mean it was encouraging. I mean, I, I would say going forward, the matchups are not – it's not a great schedule. I'm gonna be honest; like it's not great these next four or five weeks. But it's not the worst in the world. The fact that he's gonna be relied on, I'll take my chance with volume and usage. Assuming the O line might gel back together the way they didn't give me anything similar to what they had last year at the end of last year, I'll take my chances. He's still probably at least gonna get 15 to 20 carries a game. So, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just hard to see me trading him away at this point. Like if you're trying to make the playoffs, if you, I don't see how you trade him away. Well, yeah. I'm going to get into my player of the week, and that's Mister Jeff Wilson of the Miami Dolphins. After loading up oh, on a, yeah. oh yeah, I'm just yeah. So Jeff Wilson had 21 carries. I'm trying to try to remember if he had any catches or not, because that was just ridiculous. Yes, and two catches. No, okay, 17 carries, two catches, 19 five targets.
2: Yeah, I must say five targets. Holy.
0: Yeah, I mean two receptions, 24 yards. I mean at that point you almost put up 100. And 45 yards off total offense He had a touchdown Is he clearly just becoming the lead back I mean I don't understand what just happened Completely he's been to- a top 10 RB Back to back weeks
1: Moster- He's the lead back
2: Yeah Mostert only played 28% of snaps So who else
1: You what I'm sorry
0: I mean you gotta remember that only leaves 10% of snaps So I The mean, fullback got some
1: What's I don't even, The fullback scored In- even though- Oh yeah Ingle Oh yeah Ingle was going off that guy makes me sick. Hey, hey, he's the number two fullback in
0: fantasy, in case anybody cares. <laughs> oh no! Listen, anyhow, man, he's averaging. He, he first week. He averaged five point six yards per carry. Last week, he averaged seven yards even per carry. Man, the Dolphins starting to have a real balanced scheme. Like they really got something going. I don't.
1: They're they're a dark horse. For the Super Bowl. And I don't even know if you can call I actually them a dark like course. that. I like that. I don't even know if you can call them a dark horse right now. Their offense I mean, is so
0: good. I, I still think they're a dark horse because this is my personal opinion. If seventeen is it gets in and you are not clearly to most people in the top three, you're a dark horse. And that's my personal opinion. Maybe that's me. I mean, because I, that feels like you're on the bottom half of teams and not giving you a chance to win. I would say most people think the top three are in the AFC. I just maybe this is my opinion. I would assume it would be the Chiefs, Bills, and Ravens would be most people's top three at this second, I guess. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's up to, to whoever. Um, but, yeah, I got him in a couple of leagues, luckily, but I'm going to be honest, you're probably not Vikings gonna...
1: feel disrespected, but continue. Who? The Vikings.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, good win by them. And, again, I hate to say it. That was a Bills meltdown. That was not a Vikings win. I, I don't know what else to say other than those words. I mean, that was simply just a Bill's mill. There's no way. How have you gone five straight weeks or four or five straight weeks and you haven't scored a touchdown in the second half? Yeah, that's nasty.
2: That's so weird. That I was the weirdest stat I ever saw.
0: I guess I'll
1: just go ahead and get into my overperformer. Mine is Christian Watson. Now, if you watch the game, he went Crazy. If you were playing against him, I'm sorry because that would have been the most random thing that could have happened to you this week. Uh, he had four catches, three of those were touchdowns, and I know he scored three touchdowns. That's crazy, yeah, and 107 receiving yards. Number one or number two wide receiver on the week as of CD, but yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I don't even know what where to start with this because let me was,
0: let me at least say, after rewatching the game and watching the first time and then rewatching it, I don't think what he did is com- like a fluke. Like I'm not saying he's gonna score three touchdowns, but it wasn't just like it was some lucky stuff when I was watching the game. Like he actually, no, yeah. I don't was think getting- it.
1: He's, he's worth a. You think he's, he's worth a roster spot, right?
2: I feel like if Romeo Doves was on rosters at one point in time, I feel like he has yeah. the same. He deserves to be on a roster as well.
0: I mean, he was drafted with higher draft values. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, he was an early second-round pick. I mean, damn near late first-round pick. So, I mean, he has all the talent in the world, guys. I mean, we we all can at least admit that athleticism-wise, he has the height, he has the size. He runs a four three. There's nothing he's lacking athletically. It's just about putting it all together on the field. But, um, like, would you start him with confidence? Or can you just roster him with confidence? In this if
1: league? he does something anywhere similar, I would, but not this next I mean I guess you could next week. Yeah.
2: I would wait a week. If he scores more than ten points in fantasy, I would I would start him the week after for sure. If you have to. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and get into my overperformer. We're gonna talk about him later as well. But we'll speak briefly on him. Um Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, so uh first game of IR, um of course, while he was on IR, the 49ers went out, they got Christian McCaffrey. So the expectation for him coming back was that he was just a handcuff, um, just in case Christian McCaffrey got hurt. But he had 18 carries, 8-9 eight, rushing yards, looked pretty good. And it was over-performer, overperformance in my eyes. I didn't – I actually dropped him off my team because I had to take him off of IR. Um but yeah i mean what do you guys think of the whole performance the whole split i mean he only played 35 percent of snaps but the fact that he got 18 carries in that short amount of time was i mean to be not honest surprising for me
1: in my opinion still he's not worth a roster spot at this point in the season unless you're the McCaffrey owner in my opinion just because like what i mean you're not going to play him
2: but what if he gets 12 plus carries again
1: i think that he was just running so efficiently they just kept him on the field Would you? All right, I I
2: get what you're saying. Like he's probably not rosterable because you're not going to play him. But like, I don't see how he doesn't deserve a roster spot over guys like Dylan or like Cream Hunt. I feel like I mean,
1: I I don't think Dylan or Hunt deserve a roster spot unless you're handcuffed. I I agree. (laughs) I I just strictly the reason that personally I have Dylan in all my leagues is because of the fact if Aaron Jones gets hurt other than that if i if i don't i mean he's a droppable person for me i just yeah. think that at this point in the season you're looking ahead and you're i think you unless you're battling even if you're battling for a playoff spot you might want to roster a defense that has a good matchup the next week instead of Elijah Mitchell because at that point he's just kind of taking up space on your roster in my opinion yeah and i mean they gave i i think that they're not going to give him the ball that much inside the red zone either. I don't know if you guys saw, but I think he had like four carries inside the five.
2: That's what, yeah, that's what was me. It was moments where it's like, why do you not have your best guy in? And the fact that they lean on Eli Mitchell was like, all right, what's going on here?
1: People were tweeting that Shanahan had the Chargers plus seven and a half or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, but that was weird. I just, it's hard to say that you're going to, I mean, you're rostering him in hopes that McCaffrey gets hurt. If we're being honest, because so once again, I mean, are you going to play him over? Like, what is he a flex at best? He could. I mean, he could
2: be. Like you said, he was getting the goal on work, and he out, he out carried McCaffrey. That was my. I just think issue. it's
1: because he was running efficiently. And the thing that made me even angrier is McCaffrey owner is they kept running to McCaffrey on stretch plays and stuff. When the best running that the 49ers do is between the tackles, and they kept running him on these dumb stretch plays and these pitch plays, and then they let Eli Mitchell come in and run between the tackles and you get 15 yards. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just let McCaffrey do that? Because the couple times he did, he almost broke him. Yeah. Guess we'll just see. I what don't think, think he'll get I don't think he'll get 18 carries again. I think it was an anomaly this week.
2: What do you I think? Mean, how many carries do you think he'll get next
0: week? I think he's two? good for ten a game. He's good for ten to thirteen a game if if they're gonna continue. Yeah. Well shown. Like all I'm gonna say is whatever the reason may be, the guy hasn't played in ten weeks basically. And they gave him eighteen carries. Whether whether whatever whatever the reason was. Like so I don't know where that what that means for McCaffrey. You shouldn't be worried about McCaffrey. Guard. It's more just about stri- just strictly if you're an Elijah Mitchell owner. Don't even worry about if you're a McCaffrey owner. It's just strictly, I'm with Tilly. If he doesn't score, you're probably not going to be happy. I guess that's the easy way to look at it. But if he does score, then you're probably going to be happy that you played him. It's probably as simple as that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get into my overperformer of the week.
1: Yeah, I got a problem with this one, but go ahead. Is
0: it Me not too. overperformance?
2: I got a personal problem with that one.
0: All right, it's Christian Kirk of the Jacksonville Jaguar, because I'll be damned. Because ain't no way we're looking at the same player. And this is not an overperformance. Now he's on my bench. the previous week. Don't say by breaking off the previous week. Because he's put up 20 once all season. So that's not an overperformance. And it's not like he's been a consistent 10-10-10-10.
2: Oh no, I agree. It was an overperformance. I'm just upset that he did that while he was on my bench.
0: I'm, all right. He okay, he ended up with 27 points even, wide receiver performance a week, 12 targets, nine receptions for 105 yards. Eleven point six yards a catch and two touchdowns. It's a great week, you know. I t- t- tip my hat off to you. No disrespect to you. It's just overperform, my brother. There's no way in hell you should be getting twelve targets consistently. And I, I mean, I feel like he's a good receiver, but he's a guy who should be getting consistent. That was
1: CD, CD Lamato performance?
0: Hell yes. Okay. I could use CD too. So, I mean, so it that, wouldn't matter. I, I mean, honestly, but I mean, I, I mean, either one would have been overperformance, but yeah, twenty-seven. He basically just put up a thirty ball for you. I'm like, gonna go and tell you.
1: You start him going forward. How about I say, care. let's
2: talk about this guy, please.
1: No, let's let's talk about him. He has 15 targets in the red zone, seven touchdowns. In the he's red wide zone, receiver, seven in the red zone. He's getting a 45% target share.
2: I would have never guessed. Bro, he's prior to 13. the season
1: five points a game in fantasy.
2: Yeah, he's eating, bro. Is he legit? Like, yes. <laughs> you think you'll outscore CD Lamb going forward the rest of the season?
1: I mean, I don't think he will, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's like and I still
2: don't have much, like as much faith in him as I feel like I should. Like, he's wide receiver seven.
1: He had a floor week, week five, where he had a 1.6. That just hurts, but, like, thirteen, averaging 13.5 is a really, really, really good number. Like, if you look at guys, because I have a part. The stats from last year, guys' averages. If you look at last year, guys averaged above 13.5. There was only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. That was it. Everybody else had below 13.5. Last year, Tyreek Hill only averaged 10.9, Michael Pittman, 11.4. Like, it's he's solid, he's consistent, he's a wide receiver borderline one rest of the season, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. He was a steal. He was just stealing the draft, man. Shout out to Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah, keep balling. But you went a little too hard this week, my boy. no problem saying you overperform. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump right into our underperformers then. Uh, Brandon, you go first. Yeah. You go.
2: Yeah. This one also hurt me personally as well because he's been pissing me off all year, but Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Fresh off of a hammy. I know. And I was literally deciding between Debo and Christian Kirk. And we see we see what happened here. But off of a hammy, he played his usual 87% of snaps. That's about what he's been doing the entire season. Six targets, two catches, 24 receiving yards. He did have four carries for 27 yards. It was good to see that. Or four carries, yeah. But, um, yeah, six fantasy points. And this is two weeks in a row where he's giving you six fantasy points. Um, is he in the bench discussion at this point? I'd be scared. He's wide receiver twenty nine.
0: I'd be very scared.
2: And it looks like he's
1: losing the starting. And-
0: We're not. He's not being talked about enough as one of the biggest busts in the draft as well. Yes, clearly. Feels like he's. It feels like he's not. Like
1: I. I you Ayuk is the number one receiver. I'm about to say Ayuk is better than him right Ayuk now. Ayuk the number one receiver in the offense.
0: Debo, I still think Debo's the number one, like in high, you know, tilly in high school, how we have ESPN rankings. Debo's still the number one athlete on the team
2: in real like, life. I mean, yes. Yeah,
0: in real life, he's the number one athlete for the offense. I'm not denying that, but even watching it, okay, like even going back to last year, Debo's a good route runner. He's a good receiver. He's big on once he gets the ball in his hands, making it happen. And I'm not trying to be rude, but, like, how do I say this? I think Debo is an elite offensive player. I don't think Debo Samuel is an elite wide receiver. I think that's two different things. Yeah. And.
1: They didn't start that man, let that man return kicks or something if they're not going to use them the but, but like, in the like we said,
0: now that they have, if those two are healthy, McCaffrey and Mitch are going to be a tough pound to play every single week. I promise you. Yeah. You don't have to do Debo thing anymore, like. So now, now it's like, okay, we're giving you what you wanted or what you is said. He, you wanted. Is he touchdown dependent now? Yeah, I
2: am about to say, he's touched, he is touchdown yeah. dependent.
0: he doesn't score, like if somebody offered you a Debo Samuel trade right now, you wouldn't even smile. You wouldn't.
1: Who would you rather you have, Debo or Christian Kirk, rest of the season? Chris. Christian Kirk.
2: Stats don't lie.
1: I mean, there's so many names that I could bring up
0: right now. Like. Like, again, C.D. Lamb, Debo Samuel. I appreciate
2: sure Yeah, like it. We, we might be in Christian Christian Watson uh territory
1: now. I would. I mean, it's like <laughs> you'd, like you you're probably more confident
0: in Tyler Lockett every week.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Like for a good example, because he's not playing so great right now. Like, would you rather have Michael Pittman? Yeah, yeah.
2: Because Debo's not going to get more than five catches in a game, bro. Yeah. That's the issue.
1: And as the you can let the people know. As the Debo owner, are you just benching him going forward? Yeah, I thought you have another option. I mean, you're deep at wide receivers, so I guess. Well, you've good wide receivers because you've Kirk and Jefferson. And you've got seven running backs that you need to give. Them. I, I would start um, anybody on
2: my bench over him right now. Personally.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, he's probably he picks it up. I don't know what else to say. Oh,
1: yeah, Tilly, you, you go ahead and charge him before. Yeah, my uh, underperformer is Stebby himself this week 2.8 yards a carry. Derrick Henry. Uh, seven, like... seven fantasy points, 19 carries. He even had two receptions. So in half PPR, two receptions and 14 yards. That means that two of his seven points came from air um it's his it's lowest scoring them. it's his lowest scoring output of the season and uh it's a little nasty in there
2: yeah i'm trading for them
1: yeah i was gonna say if you're gonna buy low you buy low right now
2: it's that time of the year it's getting cold outside
1: you go finesse someone
2: yeah it's henry time
1: as the footballers, you know, have you heard the footballers say about when it snows in Vermont? Oh yeah, it's snowing in Vermont it must have every been Sunday Vermont this weekend because he didn't score. <laughs> That's literally what they say: snow in Vermont, he scores, and it actually happens. It's kind of funny. He also ruined my parlay, my anytime touchdown score parlay. Oh, tell me about
0: yeah. it. I had a nice little four legger. Him, JT, Saquon Barkley. Um, what, the name? what was it, Brandon? Who was his name? Probably Nick Chubb. Yes. Yeah. Chop. Yep. Well, take one, Barkley, David Henry, and J.T. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, bud. But anyhow, yeah, man, I don't. There's nothing really to bad, you know. Go too long about. He's underperformed this week, man. It was a bad week. The Broncos do have a good defense. Let's not act like they have don't. a great They're, defense. Like, so it's not like this was out of the realm of possibilities. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a bad week. He should have bounce bounce back next week. But if somebody is a little low on him, then. I guess now better better now than let, never to uh, try to buy low on him. but uh yeah I go ahead and jump into my underperformer of the week. You let me down, Travis. What the hell was that? But Mister Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars is my underperformer of the week. I guess I can't be mad seeing seeing as if how good he's been for me in other leagues outside of this. But still, I mean he put up eight point eight, which is not the worst in the world, but. But Kansas City sucked, man. They were, like, number 29 against running back. I expected him to have, like, 12, 15 to 20 again, to be honest. He had 11 carries, 45 yards, three catches, 28 yards. So, I mean, he had 14 touches. And I, I can get mad, but the previous two weeks, he had basically 30 touches back-to-back. Like, was this a was this a product of him being underused or not, like, being committed to enough that game? It was
2: yeah, Christian I think it was,
1: Kirk. It was Christian Kirk. dominated.
2: True. Yeah, Christian Kirk. In just the game script, my homes came on hot.
0: They were getting destroyed early. It was bad.
2: <laughs> he came all hot.
0: I just think it's sort of similar to Henry. I'm not like overly worried about it, but somebody had to be the damn underperformer of the week and he underperformed. So I don't know what else to say. But I mean, you started with confidence every week. I don't think you really question anything next week or the week going forward. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, into our droppable guys of the week. Um, yeah, you want to type last? Go first. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: it's the guy we just touched on here. And I'm not gonna say drop him. I wouldn't drop him if you're the Nick Chubb owner. But Cream Hunt,
1: you can drop AJ Dillon too, probably.
2: And yeah, I guess. But it's just so hard to drop these two guys. I'm not saying don't. You don't have to drop them. But there's a guy on the waiver wire. Oh, we're gonna get on waiver wires shortly. But like, there's a guy on the waiver wire who has more value than them. I think these guys are droppable. Um, but yeah, Cream Hunt just been. I mean, overall wise, I mean, he's running back 29, um, but you can't start him. I don't think you've been able to start him this entire season unless you really have had him in to.
1: another league, bro. I have him and AJ Dillon in another league. How many league? times have
2: you started Cream Hunt
1: this year? Zero.
2: And it's just like there's never going to be a perfect time to start him. I will say if Nick Chubb does go, to, go down, I mean, we know what type of guy he is. He's going to be a, a league winner, but it's just like until then, what if Nick Chubb never goes down? But if you're a Nick Chubb owner, I would definitely hold on to him. But I think it's it's getting to that point where he doesn't have that standalone value that he had in years past. And it's like,
1: just trade cream Hunt to the Nick Chubb owner for a guy that you think maybe could go off at some point. Yeah. I, I agree, though. Get this man off your team. And I'm saying that, and I'm going to end up not dropping him because I have him. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go into my drop pool guy. Unless yeah. Joe has something to say about it. No,
0: I mean I don't I don't really know what you do with Cream Hunt. Um at least in redraft. And Dynasty I still say go get him, I guess. It's about as good as I can do for you.
2: Yeah.
1: This guy gave you point .1 points this week. Only one less than last week, where he gave you one point one points. The experiment is over, ladies and gentlemen. Taysom Hill back on the waiver wire where he belongs. Uh he's been bad. Honestly. That's there's no other way to put it. He's been bad. Since week eight, he has scored less than ten fantasy points total. Um so I would get him off your team. Sorry, I was looking at standard, it's not point one, but still, you get the point. He he did horrible. Get him off your team. You, I would rather play. You name the tight end. I'd rather play
0: him. Yeah. Hit the waiver wire, bucko. It's
2: over. Get off
0: your I, team. Why
2: don't they use him, though? Like He was so good in the beginning of the season. It's just like they, I don't know.
0: We will never understand. We do this every year. We do this every year. Cause the good. Saints
1: are smart. They're going to tank and get a number one draft pick.
0: Can they still even get number
1: one? Yeah, they only have three wins. Texans have two, I think.
2: Shoot, the Steelers got three wins. And it'll be a bad idea for us, also.
0: Oh, my God. I'm crying. Yeah, man, I'm going to get into my drop of guy of the week.
1: I told them to do this a couple weeks ago. I mean, it, it was it, the third it, week in it, a row. <laughs> Drop him again. So, <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to read the stat line. I want you to read me the stat line. Please.
0: He had a 6% snap share. He doesn't even have a rank on sleeper for what he finished. He had zero <laughs> aggressive attempts. Zero yards per carry. Two targets, zero catches, zero yards per catch, zero touchdowns, 6% snap share.
2: That's wild.
0: Special teams, 6%.
1: It's over. That's disgusting. That is nasty.
0: What? No, bro. Bro, you
1: You could have played Zach Moss. Zach Moss could have got more fantasy. Could have played Taysom Hill. <laughs> this
0: is beyond the point. What did he do to them?
1: I don't the know. Guy that, the guy that I'm about to talk about to talk about is who they want. I think he's
2: a new Cam Akers.
0: I think he's the new Trent Richardson. But Glad comes to work every year. day. He comes to work every day. He doesn't he's not a guy who's in the media. What has he done like to make them?
1: They realize they don't... don't need to, they don't need to run the ball. They just let Mahomes throw it 70 times, they're gonna win every single game.
2: Well, they ran it this week, this past week, just wasn't him.
1: So, yeah, it wasn't him. <sighs> Someone got sixteen carries.
0: Listen. <sighs> yeah, I'm still just I'm gonna keep asking what well, what the hell did he do to the coaches? I'm I do I'm not quite understanding. I'm not saying he's supposed to be a top five RB. But Clyde has enough talent, or he has not made that many mistakes to the point where he's just getting benched like that. I, I just don't understand what happened this year. All
1: I'm going to yes. say is if he if he's the guy that you happen to pick in the running back dead zone, I'm sorry, because everybody else worked out.
0: And, I mean, the first four weeks, looking like he might be the best pick in the draft. He
1: was top five. <laughs> Imagine a team that has Jonathan Taylor, Javante Williams, Debo. Let's see, that would have Kyle sounded Pitt, like a great I, lineup. I, Kyle Pitts, Glad, mm. Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson.
0: <laughs> I don't know what happened, man. This is terrible. Glad, I... I'm sorry. It's over. It's over. We're just go home. Go so home. Don't even don't even show up to practice next week. I'm gonna be honest, because they're clearly not gonna use you.
1: Um, he's gonna be running with the scout team.
0: Yeah, man. This just has to be frustrating for the young man, and I'm frustrated for him because I don't quite understand. He's not playing that goddamn bad, man. Like I watched all the Chiefs games. He's not playing that bad to just be getting treated like that. I don't understand what he's doing. But it is what it is, man. You gotta <laughs> drop him. Man, whether you like it or not. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and get into our waiver wire pickups of the week. till the, you you can keep it rolling.
1: We're going to stay on the Chiefs here. Now, before I say this, his fantasy points were not pretty last week. But what's attractive here is the attempts and the yards. Mine, I told you to drop him a couple weeks ago. I've changed my mind. I would pick up Isaiah Pacheco. 16 carries for 82 yards. You're Uh, a floozy. We've seen it. They the Chiefs are one of the arguably the one of the highest powered offenses in the NFL in the NFL. If you're the starting running back, you have a chance to score a touchdown every single week. And a higher chance than most you. Um now I'm saying this, and next week Jarek McKinnon's firing to get sixteen carries. But hey. I would roster check out and see if they give him the ball work again. And if they do uh you, you could have a solid flex play rest of the season.
0: And I he's, like clearly the most, yeah, he's clearly the most explosive to me between all of them. Like he has so much juice when he runs. He's
2: so fair. He looks like a receiver when he gets the ball and running back. Like it's crazy. Seventh,
0: seventh round pick. Hey man. Hey. Uh, I think he's worth rostering for sure. Um waivers are tough, always tough to me at this point in the season from this week forward, because either you're 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 in three positions. You're comfortably know you're probably going to make the playoffs. You're in between, or you're fighting to make the playoffs. This is really probably one of the three. So the problem is every roster spot is valuable at this point. So if you're getting a guy who possibly could be a starting running back, that's an absolute. You have to try as hard as you can on your waiver wire to get him or however you need to do it. Um, yeah. I'm going into mine. Uh, waiver wire pick of the other week. And I went a little deep this week and not something a little normal. Um, yeah, after watching the Texan game, it was kind of encouraging, honestly, uh, especially after uh, he missed the month. My waiver wire pickup of the week is Mr. Nico Collins. Um, for some people who may not be, have a lot of receiver debt. Um, he is only rostered in 19% of the leagues on sleeper. So he's more than available for you. Um, finishes wide receiver 20 this week. He played a 78% snap share. He had 10 targets, five catches, 49 yards and a touchdown. Um, even the Texans were talking – the coaches were saying they like what they saw. They they were happy to have him back after this month with his growing injury. Um, he had 10 targets, man. And let's be honest, the Texans are still going to be behind in a lot of games, so targets should still be there for him. So, I mean, if you're going – I feel like you can have a guy possibly who could be a seven – anywhere between a seven and nine target guy every week from here on out if he stays healthy. He has all ability. He's 6'4", 215. They like him. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just kind of a deeper play for me, but I think it's a guy who can end up having – value down at the end of the stretch of the season, possibly.
1: Quick question. You also, you also have buy- more buys left, so.
2: Would yeah, you true. would you tell a Brandon Cooks owner to drop Brandon Cooks for Nico Collins?
1: Did a Brandon Cooks score this week? My, um, yeah. He might.
0: Nico Collins
2: scored.
1: I don't know if
0: Brandon Cooks I don't think Brandon Cooks scored. I know he had eight points. In fact, 8. 8.8, I believe, 8.2. Um, Brandon
1: Cooks had seven targets, though.
0: Yeah, so, I mean. The fact that Nico Collins out-targeted him is still encouraging. Um, don't know if that would be an every-week thing, but I can say he has some good matchups going down the stretch, man. Like, those are some good matchups, especially for the Texans to be playing from behind and uh, presumably be playing behind a lot of these games. Um, yeah, I can't say put all the mortgage on it, but if you have a roster spot, I think he could be a guy who can end up at least having some good flex appeal week to week if he, if he can be consistent with what we saw last week. I like it.
2: Yeah, my waiver wire guy is probably the obvious one on the week, probably the waiver wire pick of the week. Um, Rashad White, uh, he's only in 55% of leagues right now. I mean, we spoke on it in the beginning of the episode. He had 22 carries. Also started the game, which I don't think anybody got word of prior to the game. Um got 22 carries, 105 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. Could be the start of something.
1: I mean... He's rookie. We he might be able to sneak him off the waiver this week too. I know he's probably the number one pickup, but they've got a yeah. buy. So the guys that are at the bottom that need an immediate play might not put in the priority for him.
2: Yeah, and in most in most formats, I mean, in most um, what's it called? Apps or whatever it is, they don't even put buy guys on bye weeks on the waiver wires. So like, really pay attention now one go in and do a search for Rashad White and see if he's available. Um, because I mean, I don't think. I can't remember last time Lenny Fournette got twenty two carries. I mean he probably did uh in the beginning of the season a few times, but like I was surprised to see that. I mean, it was a pretty competitive game as well. Um he has a good good matchups going forward and we say this every year about the rookie running backs. I mean, towards that second half of the year, this is when they usually, you know, come alive. So I think he's one of those guys.
1: I'll imagine what Brees Hall would have been doing.
2: Oh, another another one would be uh Cole commit. I mean, we've spoke, we've talked about him the last few
1: weeks, but I think it's legit. Oh my guy.
0: My, my last honorable mention. Um go get Kadarius.
1: Justin, Justin Fields if he's on your way over stuff. me
0: a Surprise. But yeah, um I I would say go get Kadarius Tony. Oh, yeah. Um be like my other deep dart throw. Uh, it was pretty between him and Nico Collins were my two good guys. Um, Juju got rocked. Yeah. Oh my god,
2: and, Jesus! Um,
0: that dude hit Juju so hard. I think MVS went down too. He came back in though.
2: And Miko Harmon was out this past game, so hey, could be the Darius Tony yeah. show.
0: You, you, you never know, Solomon. Oh yeah, man. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our. Sorry. Doc was messing up. Let's go ahead and get into our in and outs of the week. Who are we in or out on this week, fellas? Let's start off with uh the steel curtain.
2: Oh, yeah. My boy finally came alive. His knee finally woke up. Benazi Harris. It's been a rough year. I'll be 26 right now, but got 20 carries got 99 rushing yards best yards per carry on the entire season fresh off of a bye he was supposed to have like a i think he had a foot injury throughout this entire season he's been nursing so it was good to see him he looked pretty fresh off of the bye what do you guys think i mean do you just sell high? On the, i mean his fantasy points weren't really that high at all i mean he had 9.9
1: points um but here's what are we what do we mean in or out What's, what's our can line? you put him
2: back in your lineup, Mr. Joe? Here, he yeah. he's been he's been benching him for the last few weeks. Do you, you have
1: can, any type can, of confidence you can now? Can flex him or RB two, borderline RB two? No,
0: no, not. <laughs> I'll be damned if I fall for that trap I just saw. Damn, <laughs> I don't care what y'all are talking about. You can flex he's, him
1: actually. I want to be comfortable RB two. You can flex him. That's where
0: my line is. As a Steelers fan, he's lying to y'all through his teeth.
1: No,
2: would you start me. him or would you start him or Debo Samuel?
0: Neither. Fine. Man, Debo, because at least I know Debo got that big play. <laughs> no, bro. oh just, my big god! Big <laughs> what
1: do you mean? The Steelers get in the red zone. They're gonna give the ball to him, probably.
0: When are they getting there?
1: <laughs> what do you
2: mean? Like, oh, I'm
0: not trying to be funny. When? When are y'all getting there? I will say this: Hey, oh, hey the last hey, four what games. Was, what was the score? What
1: was the score the last time we played the Bengals? Uh, I don't know. We beat them though. We did. What was the score? Najee was
0: RB twenty six that week.
1: I don't care what he was. What was the score? How what was the how many total points were scored?
0: With the quarterback, <laughs> it was
1: Mitch Trubisky.
0: <laughs> so does that that make any difference? Like Kenny Pickett had a good. Word, Kenny like, looked good. I mean, looked he looked good. I mean, yeah. Okay, let's talk about it. Najee just played the second lowest snap share perc- snap percentage of the year.
2: You still got twenty carries, though. And he's probably been outscoring Debo over the last few weeks. Actually, Debo did have a sixteen-point game there, but hey,
0: you keep hating. I like the McKinney, same guy, honestly.
1: My Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, listen, QB thing, this and I'm week. gonna
0: tell you all now. I will start Najee. Y'all just have, a be- y'all have some beautiful matchups coming up. That- that's about the only other reason I can give you. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. All so, right, let me ask
2: yeah, you this. Najee or uh, Eli Mitchell?
0: Bro,
1: don't even start that. <laughs> Get out of here. Look, you're thinking
2: about it, though. You're thinking about I'm it. I'm
1: not.
0: <laughs> I can't say Najee with confidence. That's what I will say. I cannot. cannot <laughs> I want to see know, how low you
1: were Kyle, on him. Kyle Shanahan stuck some crack in y'all's noses this morning, you know, on <laughs> the freaking Elijah Mitchell train all of a sudden. You're going to be sick when you pick him up and play him in the next game. Christian McCaffrey's got 25 carries. He goes back to giving you 5.3 on
0: 18 I
1: I didn't draft him, so I don't got to worry about it. Let's go to mine. Mine's interesting, too. want crack. Are we in or so? What's the verdict,
0: bro? Give me Mitchell. Now I'm looking at it. I don't care. Oh no! (laughs) I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. He's in your flex.
2: Yeah, I'm there. I'm. I'm flex. He he hasn't moved his way up to RB two. Let's talk
1: about the next guy. Are we in or out on the 31 year old man himself (laughs) or Daryl Patterson? RB 43 on the week. Only five carries, thirty-eight percent of snaps. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm
2: that's, out. Not, that's not what I liked. That's not the Kode I liked, though. Where no, you I'm go?
1: I'm out. Since his injury, I, I know he was RB seven the week before, but he only played thirty-nine percent of snaps.
0: The problem? With him is I don't even know. I don't even know if Arthur Smith knows. Who he wants to give the
1: ball to? I I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if Ar- Arthur Smith knows that Cornell used to be a receiver because he only has uh, let's see, like no targets a- or a- targets this whole year.
2: I don't know what's going on. I will say is I'm out going into next week, even though he has a great matchup. I'm not playing him next week.
1: No, out. So he- him or Najee going forward? Jesus, Najee. They're both horrible. Both teams are horrible. <laughs> I really
2: want to – really just i I'm really just asking Joe right here because he hates Najee. <laughs> yes,
0: I, I guess I'll play Najee over court there, I guess. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my Joe, will, Joe
1: will never draft Najee Harris again. <laughs> I and probably, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to dra- draft him in two years, and it's going to be me and Joe in the fantasy championship, and Najee's <laughs> going to give me a 40 bomb.
0: Hey, in two years, I, maybe I'll change my mind. But this year, no, this is a score I'm not ever getting over. This was one of the worst first round picks in the history of me playing fantasy football that I've ever drafted in any league. Like I, uh, and not due to just any <laughs> that playing, I actually cry looking at my number one pick sometimes. Like literally, there's nothing I can do. Like I look at my season, like what if I would have chose Stephon Diggs today, or what if I'd have chose like, just or anybody, listen. Listen. and I'm like I should just listen. Then I'm like, you know what? I told myself I love Najee, but I was like, bro, it's gonna be ugly again.
1: Makes you feel better. My second round pick tore ACL.
0: No, because then at least you can't even be sad. You don't got to keep looking at it. I got to watch okay, it. But,
1: okay, but then I traded for his handcuff, and his handcuff is worth a bag of chips now.
0: Naji might be worth a bag of chips. Here, here,
1: here you go. Here is where the line is: Melvin Gordon or Naji Harris. No, start, start. No, sit, don't start, do that. Start, <laughs> don't do that. Start, sit, cut. Melvin, Naji, Cordero. This is for Joe. Art Nagy
0: Sit Cordero, and Cut. I'm not. Are you start- sure? Melvin's getting cut every time.
1: Are you I sure? Are you sure,
0: bro? I don't care what that Broncos offense is doing. I'm Melvin, never. Playing-
1: Melvin had, Melvin had 11 fantasy points this week. He had 14 the week before.
0: Did he score both weeks.
1: No, he didn't even score this week.
0: Maybe, How maybe the heck he did he get 11
1: points? points. <laughs> he had four receptions. Did he? 46 yards. Huh?
0: Other well, Judy's gonna be out. I guess start Najee bench, Melvin, cut Gardell. Then I guess, but Najee is not like any higher than really any of these guys. Like, bro, like really just attached to Najee due to name value. That is it. No other reason.
1: Let's see. Let's hear yours. I want I'm ready for this one. This is a quick answer for me.
0: Are we in or out on Raheem? No. Somebody had that.
1: Out. Goodbye. See you later.
0: But he still had a good week. That's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, don't, don't do my boy like that.
1: Don't do okay. my boy like that. Okay, I and am boy. out though. I am out. I'm sorry. <laughs> and when and when they're not playing the Browns and beating them by 50,
2: he has another great matchup after right after that bye too. The snap percentages was scaring scaring me with him. I'm man. not
1: gonna lie to you. You could you could you low key could get away with playing Jeff Wilson and Raheem Webster in your lineup probably, possibly. They, they have, have a moment. legit run game. You could, you could start the entire Dolphins offense and have a chance to win, I think. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Because if you look at it, look, look at weeks four through eight 15, 18, 14, 16, 14 carries. Soon as Jeff Wilson gets there, nine, and eight.
1: No, oh,
2: yeah. yeah, I'm out. It's over. He's touched on a bus.
0: Yep. I mean, you get out carried by a guy who just got there by 13 carries in the second week. That already says enough for me. Um,
2: Chile, him or him or Melvin.
0: Yeah!
1: <laughs> Honestly? If Melvin's going to be involved in the passing game like that.
0: Oh, brother. Melvin got him. <laughs> the truth Melvin is. Got
1: him. I'm a Broncos <laughs> fan. Everybody knows I'm a Broncos fan, low key. The truth uh, in himself. I think I Russ is about to cook, so give me Melvin. Oh, no. <laughs> he said Russ is about to cook. Have you seen their schedule? Yeah, it's healthy. Vegas, Bro, Carolina. I do
0: not care about that schedule. Stop saying he's gonna cook. He did.
1: Melvin Gordon's Judy. only. Melvin Gordon's RB forty-one.
0: Okay. And as bad as that is, he's still RB twenty-six is ugly since so he's that says a lot. Okay. Yeah. Man, you knuckleheads got anything to say for we head out? Go pick nah. up Jalen
1: Warren too. Okay, I like
2: that.
0: Yeah, he he's gonna sit here and haggle me about Najee and say go pick up Jalen Warren. Hello, <laughs> am just saying, if they, shut,
1: if they shut down Najee, why do say know? if I keep saying that? Why, why, is, why is he getting shut down? i all fight for number one pick, y'all. Does, man. I would rather him have a twenty-year NFL career than I was about to say we might win more
2: games with starting Jalen Warren. Allison. I already
0: knocked all six years off. Really. <laughs> no, no. what y'all doing?
2: I should keep playing them so we can tank.
0: Yeah, thank you guys as always, man. Derek Watt in the backfield. What? What do you? What? What do you want, you scrub?
1: (laughs) Put Derek Watt in the backfield.
0: Yeah, go pick up Alec Ingold for the uh, the. Oh yeah. Yeah, your stats didn't need it today. The number two fullback in fantasy football
1: (laughs) behind Kyle Uchuck, who's number one. Um. Sorry, you just brought up the Ingold thing, and that would have been either Mostert or Jeff Wilson would have scored probably another touchdown, but that's all.
0: This is to endorse Jeff Wilson. Listen, but thank you guys as always for whoever made it this far in the episode. We appreciate you guys, man. Um, You guys can follow us on all social media at podcast EGS. And the link in our bio, you can get the episodes, uh, every episode, newest, latest, oldest, however you want to listen, man. We appreciate the support. You know, try to leave a review. You know, share on social media. We appreciate really. Trying to get our follows up on Instagram slowly, but you know we appreciate all of those who do support. And um, yeah, unless the guys got something to say, we'll see you guys next time.